Chapter 1, The Beginning of Our Civilization Once upon a time, at the dawn of human civilization, God created the heavens. The stars of heaven were to tell us of times and events. God also created the earth. The earth was to serve as man's home, full of good things for our pleasure. Once everything was prepared, God created Adam and Eve in his image and likeness and blessed them and gave them dominion and authority over the earth and everything in it. God created the man first and gave him his law and an assignment. The assignment was to tend the garden and protect it. And more importantly, God gave him the command to not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Thereafter, God created Eve as Adam's wife and helpmate, and they became one flesh. But in an undetermined passage of time, an enemy deceived the woman into disobeying God's law, and she ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Not only did Eve sin, but she also gave the forbidden fruit to her husband, who ate along with her, although he was not deceived. And this is where fear becomes part of mankind's DNA and when judgment and the curse fell on the man, the woman, and the earth. Now whether we believe it was love or a setup, the scripture says Jesus was slain before the foundations of the world. So even though Adam and Eve missed the mark and had to stand judgment, God immediately declared his plan of redemption for all of Adam's offspring down through generations to include you and me right up to this day. Now surely things were different once Adam and Eve were driven out of the garden. When they were in the garden they only knew and experienced good, rest, peace, and abundance. They were blessed but now things were different. They came to know toil, hard labor, suffering, and pain. But in all this, God was still working his plan of redemption for you and me. Chapter 2, God's Plan of Redemption The first sign of the invocation of the blood covenant of Jesus Christ happened in the garden. After Adam and Eve sinned, and when God killed an animal and made skin coverings for Adam and Eve. This moment signified how God would clothe all Adam and Eve's offspring in the righteousness of Jesus Christ through the shedding of his blood as the slain sacrificial lamb of God. And this is where we see animal sacrifice being instituted as part of worship to atone for our sins before a pure and holy God. Chapter 3 Redemption and the Old Covenant Coming to know the knowledge of good and evil came with a lot of suffering, but also with God's plan to bring pain and suffering to an end permanently. Most notably in the scriptures, God ordained three major occurrences of judgment and cleansing in the earth. The first occurrence of judgment and cleansing was in the days of Noah. The Bible says things were so bad that God purged that society through a flood 
but not before giving Noah a sign, a warning, and a plan of escape, which was to build an ark that would save him and his family if they followed his instruction. The second occurrence of judgment and cleansing was in the days of Abraham and Lot. The Bible says once again, things were so bad that God cleansed that society by means of fire and sulfur. Lot too received a warning and specific instruction that would save him and his family if they follow God's instruction. Now, the Bible foretells of a third occurrence of judgment and cleansing, but this time it's for our time. The acknowledgement of this time of cleansing to come is not to depress us or cause us to fear. It's meant to cause us to live sober and give us hope so we don't allow ourselves to be overwhelmed and fall into despair because of all the evil, fearful, and hurtful things we witness and experience every day. Chapter 4, Redemption and the New Covenant. The conversion from the Old Covenant to the New Covenant was marked by the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. He was the sacrificial Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world. All the laws and the animal sacrifices of the Old Covenant proved to be a shadow with a concealed message of what Jesus came to earth to reveal to us and fulfill for us. The Holy Writing of the Bible explains that Jesus came to seek and save the lost and to leave mankind a model to follow. So who was lost? All of mankind. What was lost? Our sonship, our relationship and intimacy with God, and the example of how a son of God is to walk and live on this earth with dominion and authority. Jesus was very clear about who the real enemy of mankind is and how to defeat him. And in keeping with the pattern of previous generations, he gave us the warning and signs of the impending day of judgment and cleansing to come, along with clear instructions on how we can survive. So can we talk about the signs? Biblical history shows The message of impending judgment and cleansing has always come with a mixture of contempt and scorn and or humility and repentance. And the question today is, on which side will you and I be in this modern day warning? The Bible tells us no one knows the day or hour of God's judgment, but it does give us signs of when it's close. The same as a woman receives signs through close contractions when her baby is about to be born. Let's read three compelling scriptures about the time we are presently living in so we can make our own personal decision. The first scripture is in 2 Timothy 3 verse 1 to 5. And it says, But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, 
disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. The second scripture is in Luke 21 verses 25 to 36. And it says, And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations, with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts feeling them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of the heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Then he spoke to them in a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they are already budding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see all these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. In Romans chapter 13, verse 11 to 14, says, And do this, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now, our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Guys, I know it may feel easier to disregard the message of impending judgment since 
Various religions have made it a doomsday message and have disobediently declared dates for this day when it is to come. And sure, we may have become desensitized to the message of judgment because every generation before us talks about the last days and yet it has not come. But here's another thing that is also a fact. In each generation before us, every man who heard the message was living in their last days. Now you and I have a choice. The night is far spent. What will be your response to God's warning and his plan of escape? for our time.